Welcome to the St. Jose Maria Institute podcast. Did you know that listeners like you are helping to make these podcasts possible? Let us know that our podcasts are important to you by showing your support today. Visit stjosemaria.org slash give. Today in the podcast, Mary, Teacher of Friendship, Father Peter Armenio, a priest of Opus Dei, invites us to reflect on Mary's title, Mother Most Amiable, showing us how Jesus and Mary invested in the lives of others as true friends. He explains how friendship was the vehicle in which the early church grew, and why friendship should be at the heart of today's new evangelization. I'd like to begin my reflection on this day of the Novena as we enter into our third segment of this Novena. I have a vested interest. I want to thank Our Lady for all the graces she has won during these very special days. One of the signs of her maternal intervention have been those long lines of people living out today's gospel, coming back to the divine healer, the good shepherd. Peace begins in those confessional boxes. And peace, since peace is synonymous with Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ is the incarnation of self-giving love, that peace always diffuses out. For this reason, Saint Jose Maria, in a number of occasions, says, in order to bring peace into our own hearts, into our own families, into our own circle of friends, into society itself. It always begins with holiness, because holiness consists in being full of Christ. And Christ is love, and love is always diffusive. The theme for tonight's reflection is Mother Most Amiable. And what is that all about? Well, the theme is peace. Why did we choose peace? Because this is always a theme, something dear to the heart of our Lord and his mother, and a theme strongly emphasized by our Holy Father, given the troubles that mark the entire world, but especially in that part of the world where the gospel started. I want to focus on an obvious manifestation of love that marked Mary's life and her son's life. And that is friendship. Jesus' parting words at the Last Supper before his apostles was, I call you friends. I'm a friend. 
And in, in a certain sense, all four Gospels are little vignettes of Jesus' personal relationships. And they're very personal. He treats Nicodemus differently than he treats the Samaritan woman. He handles Matthew differently than Peter the Apostle. St. John says you can't tell all the stories of Jesus' life. With Mideastern hyperbole, he says, the world could not contain all the writings if you literally writ everything about him. But we could hone in on one of his friendships briefly, his friendship with Lazarus, and if I'm not mistaken, the gospel says, and Jesus loved Martha and Mary and Lazarus. He had this personal relationship. We look at his own mother. Hardly had she heard that she'd be mother of God. You'd think she'd be totally stunned that in her purity, in her virginity, she was going to give birth to our divine Savior. She immediately goes off into a far village, at least relatively speaking, and reaches out and has a personal relationship with Elizabeth. And she's no wilting lily by any stretch of the imagination. She has friends at this wedding feast. I find it consoling and even humorous that Mary's only intervention in Jesus' public life is, let's keep the party going. And again, she's no pushover. Son, do something. I know you're God. You know you're God. If you really want to, you can make some wine here. It's not my hour. I don't care. You're doing it. I'm your mother. Your hour has just come. I know it because I've decided that it's going to come now. And where she... So she has friends. She wasn't left at home. She was invited. She wasn't labeled as a hermit. She was fun to be with. And Jesus, he was into friendship until he hung on the cross. He made a friend, even on the cross. I joke that I'm a little afraid of flying. I have generic anecdotes of people who tell me their conversion story. For some reason, when people sit next to me in a plane, they tend to tell me their lives. Not everybody. And sometimes they talk loudly and I try to keep their voice down because there's other people in the plane. And I'm thinking about a number of encounters. And they tell me, well, I'm undergoing a conversion. I'm reconsidering the Christian faith. I'm coming back to the church. Can you bless this object? And I'd need all the preaching material I could get. And I always ask, well, give me your story. And no one told me, well, I read this book and converted. 
or I watched this show and I converted. It's always, I converted because of a personal relationship. Because someone loved me. And in many instances, at least, maybe I'm getting up there in age myself, it's the grandparents who have this heavy influence on their grandchildren. These have been grandchildren I've run into. And they've talked to me about their grandparents, grandfather, grandmother. Because there's a personal relationship. One may say, okay, Tuesday night, December 6th, it's mother most amiable. A nice folksy reflection on friendship. There's more than what meets the immediate eye. This is at the heart of the new evangelization. This is at the heart of spreading the gospel. In fact, if we don't get the friendship piece right, the gospel won't be spread. Given our post-Christian culture, people don't come to church by osmosis because we need, as the Holy Fathers say, a new evangelization. We hearken back to that early period of the church whose narrative is in the New Testament, written by God himself, when there was no parish centers, I'm not against parish centers, but in the first 300 years there was no parish centers. There was no churches. I don't even know if priests walked outside as priests. I doubt it. Because Christianity was a capital offense. There were no parochial schools. There were no parish programs. In fact, when Paul would write to the churches, it wasn't a physical place. It was a moral entity. It was a hundred people, fifty people. That was the church. It was sort of a mon pa operation for the first few centuries. And if you were caught participating or saying mass, execution awaited you. If you didn't Participate in pagan ritual, imprisonment, and a death sentence was most certain. But nevertheless, it's just a fact, whether you're a believer or not. The gospel spread in a very powerful way. And it was the age of the ordinary man and woman in the middle of the world who were saints, who were centered on Christ, because to be Christian meant to spread the gospel. That's why they had to lay down their lives in many instances. And it was always through the vehicle of family life, one-on-one -on -one relationships, loving relationships, and friendship. That was the vehicle of changing the world. And we Americans perhaps need to make sure that we don't instrumentalize friendship. I mean, there's a good side of being into results and success and accomplishments, but there's also a negative side. All right, I'll be your friend, but you better convert. You have about two weeks to do it. 
or I better have an impact on you or I'm going to get discouraged and I'm not going to be your friend. No, friendship is an end in itself. Love is always an end in itself. And love, whether we speak about Christ verbally or we speak about Christ by witnessing, and witnessing is more important, or it comes first, we are bringing Christ into the world. One more point here. We have to be very countercultural as time progresses. There's less and less emphasis on personal relationships, time spent with one another, many times just spending time with people and enjoying friendship and enjoying personal relationships at home, one-on-one -on -one time, contradicts good time management. And for the believer, when we are making good use of our time but people are not part of the equation, it's bad time management. And when we spend time and waste time, quote-unquote, visiting a sick person, going to the trouble of wrestling with a traffic jam and seeing somebody lonely or somebody in need or a friend, that is time well spent. And the Lord will reward us for that generosity. We can't outdo him in generosity. We want to fight against superficiality, where friendship is reduced to gracious political correctness, where we stay within our comfort zones. Let's get out of our comfort zones, starting first at home, and asking ourselves, do I have a personal relationship with my siblings or my children or my spouse? I know I'm asking the obvious and preaching to the choir, but the choir is the hope of the church. Not only mean just the choir who sings. Am I interested in my colleagues at work? Is there a relationship there? Am I trying to break down barriers? My neighbors, my parishioners, the parents of my children, etc. Last point, because this is what marked Jesus' life. And this is how the gospel is spread. And that's why we're using this invocation. Mary is amiable. And what does that mean? And I don't mean to go from the sublime to the silly. But judging by Cana, and hearing the first description of Jesus, and the last description he gives of himself, and Mary's description she gives of herself in her Magnificat. Mom and, mom and son were fun to be with. It's part of being amiable. It's part of, isn't that what the Holy Father is saying? Spreading the joy of Christ. The first description of Christ is, he's good news of great joy. He brings joy. And lastly, to have the fuel for loving relationships, affection, joy, empathy, sympathy, identifying with the joys and especially the sufferings of those around us. We need to hang around Jesus in prayer. Quoting Saint Jose Maria, 
nourishing ourselves with the life of Christ through his words and through the Holy Eucharist and facilitating this union with him through the Blessed Mother. Mother most amiable, pray for us so that we be converted to this idea of bringing Christ who is our peace in our personal relationships at home and among our colleagues and among our acquaintances. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Jose Maria Institute podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave a rating or review on iTunes. For more resources and podcasts like this one, go to stjosemaria.org. That is stjosemaria.org.